What's going on guys? Welcome back to the break room. Make sure to punch your ticket and clock out. Uh, I want to welcome all you guys back uh, to the break room podcast, the number one podcast for your top uh, financial markets, news, information, education, uh, whatever you guys want to take from it. Um, as always, I'm your host, Sebastian Ruiz. Uh, thank you guys for being so patient with me. I know I've had a little bit of a long hiatus uh, coming into this mid of 2021, just finishing out um, a pretty important year of college for myself and now starting my master's program next semester. I uh, just needed to take a little bit of time to you know, put focus towards that. Obviously, this is more of a hobby that is building towards my career, but also Obviously, my academics is what will ultimately drive me to the strides that I hope to reach one day. And also just a piece of knowledge and just to be transparent with you guys, I took some time uh, off as a trader, as an investor. Um, You know, it's not always the right time to be in the market, and I felt for myself it wasn't the right time. So I just took some time to reinvent myself, research, study up, learn new techniques, Become a better overall advisor, analyst, friend, trader, associate, and, you know, just sharpen up the tools in my shed. So, you know, now we're back. Uh, we're back better than ever. And I'm going to get into these uh, top three picks for you guys for this week. So getting straight into it. Once again, I want to welcome you guys back to episode 58 of the Break Room Podcast. Wherever you guys are watching, uh, YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, welcome one, welcome all. Uh, and we can get right into our first pick of the week, and that's going to be ticker symbol T. Yep, letter T, and that's going to be AT&T. So just some basic news and info for you guys, and all this uh, information that I've gathered is um, from uh, these following listed websites along with um, this book, actually. So just to reference it, uh, Yahoo Finance, finviz.com, uh, along with Benzinga.com, DataRome.com, TradingEconomics.com, uh, BioFarmCatalyst.com, uh, RTTNews.net, MarketWatch, along with TradingView. And uh, some other information was uh, got directly and sourced from this book. It is uh, authored and written by Peter Sander and Scott Bobo, uh, 100 Best Stocks to buy in this year's uh in in this year uh obviously disregarding the global pandemic that we had uh, but still gives a lot of great core information on dividend paying stocks dividend growing stocks as well as high year to high yield and just growth and income stocks so this is definitely a great um read i would recommend you guys to pick up and also it's like a textbook and it's actually interesting to um you know take a deep dive in on uh, some things that you're researching so Getting back to AT&T, why I am talking about AT&T this week. Well, AT&T, as most of us know, is the world's largest telecommunication holding company. Um, They're mostly known for their cell phone services in the past, but now AT&T is having a big company uh, reconstruction, and they're the largest provider of wireless, commercial, broadbands, and internet services to the public. So just a little dive in the past on AT&T. Excuse me. The TV provider uh, purchased DirecTV for $50 billion back in 2015, which also allowed it to expand into different commercial and consumer data services. Then they purchased Time Warner for a huge $110 billion in 2017, which also gained them, gained them the right to Warner Media, Warner, uh, different Warner Bros. exclusivities, as well as HBO Max. 
2020, uh, AT&T reported a 6% increase in top-line revenue. And if you guys don't know what top-line revenue, the exact definition is top-line revenue is revenue earned from a company's main source of operations. So also in 2020, AT&T reported a 20% increase in net margin. And net margin um, in accrual basis is similar, is the same thing as gross margin. It's the total sales re revenue minus the cost of the goods that are that have been sold. Um, some more information, AT&T underwent a complete company, company reconstruction like I mentioned previously. Uh, we most notably recognize AT&T as, you know, the, uh, most of our friends or yourselves, cell phone providers, uh, AT&T, U-verse, cable televisions, and you know so on but um, the reconstruction has actually been divided into four different segments after the uh, the Warner Bros sorry the uh, Warner Media deal so that's been broken up into communications Warner Media AT&T Latino as well as analytics and advertising um, and the most recent catalyst that we've actually um, been faced with is that uh, Warner Media, one of the branches of AT&T, has landed a deal with Discover the, with the Discovery Network and every every channel under that Discovery umbrella to launch a new platform, which is going to be called Warner Bros. Discovery. And the CEO of AT&T himself said he was very hopeful for the future and the shift that AT&T is going to play in the market. Personally. That shift, uh, I see AT&T working to become like the first standout consumer communications data company for the next gen for the next decade and forward. And on top of that, uh, if you don't know, AT&T is one of the highest yielding dividend stocks. So, with great vision and perspective down the line, they're also going to be paying you to hold their stock as an investor for every share, and they have a seven percent dividend yield. So. AT&T is hungry and they're on track to combine their media and communication assets all under one umbrella and you know this could also carry over into a potentially untapped streaming market that AT&T might want to try to expose to compete with new competition uh, obviously already rocking with HBO and great shows on there but higher competition Disney Plus Hulu Netflix uh, that that market is is saturated but I believe with you know the, the foundations that AT&T has already established in the consumer world that they could easily slide, slot you know slot right in there and get a piece of that pie. Um, a little bit of a more technical analysis. We saw a huge sell-off after the Warner Media deal got announced, which was late May, and that gap down was from $34 down to $29. Before this reaction, we had seen a steady uptrend ever since December of 2020 from the higher $20, $20 range. Um, and now that we did see that overreaction, that big sell-off, we've seen a very, 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 actually a double-bottomed $28 support range. So um, finding an entry under 30 for me, I think is rock star, absolute rock and roll. I love AT&T. I love getting their dividends every month. And I uh, just want to give you guys some info on that. Average volume has spiked up also, now sitting around $35 million. So definitely traders and definitely uh, traffic coming AT&T's way, and hopefully this week. So jumping right into our next pick of the week, and it's going to be APTV is the ticker, and it's going to be Aptiva PLC. Now, you guys probably have never heard of this company before, and I know sometimes on this podcast um, I brought up some 
you know, bangers that have ran from us in the past. But this is actually a company that I don't think I've ever spoken about, you know, ever. And I can attribute that directly from this book. Um, such a great read. I love learning about companies I've never even heard of. And this is actually one of those companies. So Aptiva PLC is an automotive electric architecture components and systems corporation. Now, APTV is the shell of a once captive and major parts provider for some of the biggest car manufacturers in the world. So General Motors, Ford, Hyundai, uh, VW, these guys produce small critical components that big big car manufacturers just didn't have the time and the resources to make. Now, these guys in the year 2018 were making up to $14 billion in revenue from these car components. And now, most recently, they've actually strayed away from making powertrain systems such as hoses, door handles, air conditioning parts, batteries, fuel injectors. And now they're very, very heavily focused on the next era, the next decade ahead, which is the electric and autonomous movement that has been creating this tsunami wave of surge with the green market um, different companies tesla neo lucid motors just so many different uh, competitors and that this is just so obvious that this is where the future is going now aptiva um, aptiva has broken up um, this new kind of this kind of face tune of their company, this kind of brand new sort of um, vision that they're headed down, the electric track, um, they're now very, very heavily focused on electric system components that assist the next generation of driver assistance as well as driveless technology. Um, and with the reliability that this company has carried through the gasoline era of motor vehicles, helping out companies like GM, Ford, uh, Hyundai, I would be inclined uh, with my personal research to estimate and to say that they will continue to focus on the next era, which is going to be electric, but also having that validity to be a serious um, component for manufacturing these electrical parts in the future. This uh, business is split into two different segments. So the first is the signal and power solutions. And the second is the advanced safety and user experience section. Uh, the signal and power solutions counted for, excuse me, about 72% of their 2018 sales revenue. Um, and that, the signal and power solutions provides hardware systems for design, manufacturing, and assembly of the specific electric vehicle infrastructures that are going to go in um the, the modern day uh, vehicles, whereas the advanced safety and user experience is more primarily focused on controls, components, features for the basis of autonomous driving. Uh, Aptiva now currently operates 126 manufacturing sites, 15 technical centers in over 44 countries. And like I said before, uh, Aptiva has already stabilized $14.5 billion in revenue that they are putting towards this kind of restructuring of uh, the electrical era that we're kind of moving closer and closer towards every single year. Uh, just to give you guys a few reasons to buy, uh, just some basic stats. 90% uh, of all accidents in motor vehicles are caused by human error. Uh, with the expansion of the smartphone and different I iOS devices, um, 
the environmental world, the, the vehicular world, and the automotive world are all changing in front of our eyes. We even see manufacturers like Ford and GM making changes with their most popular gasoline models, the Mustang, the Hummer, the F-150, and being forced to change with the times. Um, you know, if the board and the CFOs and the CEOs and these guys are seeing it and making the changes now, uh, us as retail investors should open our eyes and kind of realize the same thing and see where we're what we're progressing towards. Some also pretty good information to let you guys know. They've been hit with some big, big price targets, 160, 170, and 180 dollars. Right now, sitting in the 150 range, really, really close to that 52-week high. I'm really hopeful to say if they break that 52-week high into the 160s that they could have an opportunity to chase after those price targets. Um, but uh, some technical analysis that I did um, happen to see was a diamond bottom that I detected on May 12th, um, and the stop was actually at 133 hit 133 twice at the double bottom and then started that uptrend uh, from May 12th to now June. Um, and the diamond bottom, if you guys don't know, it's a natu it's naturally a reversal pattern that's usually found uh, within different candlesticks, two bottoms, and then a sort of upwards breakout past the top diamond. I personally think that these guys have been getting more volume and just in the short term, yeah, maybe it's not the right time to get in just because it is so high, like I said, close to that 52-week high. But long-term thinking, years thinking, um, I, I love these guys. I love APTV. Great company. Great company. It's going to get my star pick this week. Even though it might not even move, even though we're not going to see many gains on it, uh, that's definitely a company that... Uh, can 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 be hopeful uh, in the long term and continuing that validity that they have with um, you know the gasoline manufacturers that they've already worked with I'm hopeful that they can make that next step into that electric era so finishing up for y'all uh, the last pick this week uh, just leave you guys on the Sunday. Hopefully y'all can catch that crazy Floyd Mayweather, uh, Logan Paul exhibition. I'll be checking that out after I get this edited up for y'all. Um, this should be either going up Sunday night or Monday morning before the 9:30 bell. So hopefully you guys can get a good look at, um, all the information I'm giving y'all. And again, disclaimer, this is all my personal opinions, my personal research, my personal due diligence. I'm gonna have a full disclaimer in the comment section. Um, this is, Educative entertainment purposes. I realize now, uh, almost approaching 60 episodes, that you know I'm having thousands of people listen to this, and not maybe not. How do I phrase it? Not all the thousands of you that have listened to this maybe are smart enough to realize that losses in the market can are real and can hurt. So just make sure that you are double checking, you're looking into it. Um, and that's what I do. I mean, I, I take three hours to work up with this whole debrief to run it off to you guys. So I hope it's as well as it sounds. But just heading into that last pick of the week, it's going to be ticker symbol ASXC. And this is going to be a census surgical. Now, these guys are super interesting, really interesting, really interesting concept. 
and not really something that I've really touched on. Um, I have, I'm very into biofarm, uh, biofarm stocks and the month of June, actually the next episode that y'all are going to see is definitely going to be biofarm focused. We got a lot of great stuff in the month of June and July for biopharmaceuticals uh, with the FDA, but I will get into that next time. Going back to our last pick, ASXC, Asensis Surgical, is a medical device company that engages in research, development, and the sale of medical device robots to enhance minimally invasive surgeries. So I don't know if you guys have ever been in surgery, but either invasive is when, you know, the surgeons or the doctors really have to open you up and really, um, you know, you're going to be in recovery from the surgery because, you know, your body takes a toll on it. Minimally invasive surgeries are surgeries that don't require a big suture, don't require a big um, incision, just uh, either a little bit of a hole drilled or some sort of device that can help assist the issue. This company's products includes the Science Surgical System, which is a multi-port robotic surgery system that allows up to four different limbs to control robotic instruments and a camera. So that is more for the invasive surgeries where there's they have um, technology for assistance, but they also have the Surgibot system, which is a single port that robotically um, enhances laparoscopic and surgical a laparoscopic surgical platform. So it's a much smaller bot that can assist with less invasive surgeries on a surgical level. Um, the products also comprise of different instruments. They have a patented ultrasonic system, an advanced energy device to help deliver controlled energy to ligate and divide tissue during surgery. Um, the company within the last three years has been pumping the brakes on R&D. Um, dropping from the 100 millions down to 60, down to 20 million, and then also seeing an increase in their gross margin. So pumping the brakes on those research and development costs, and then now seeing um, their their revenue com- continuing to come in, higher gross margins now that they don't have so many costs um, to, cr- to continue to create new products. It seems like they have um, the three core components of their medical devices and now they're just going to continue to test but not sort of continue to develop new things Um, the company also the company's total revenue has also gone up within the last year Uh, in 2018 they saw a dip but from 2019 to 2020 we saw an increase in revenue Um, shares outstanding has also gone up um, increased to 100 million shares outstanding, whereas three years ago in 2017, there was just under 20 million shares. Um, a Census also reported quarter one earnings earlier in 2020, beating estimates and beating sales revenue by over a million. So we can see this directly correlating, right? Uh, R&D is going down, gross margins going up, revenues going up, and boom, quarter one 2020, we beat sales and they... They beat earnings, so you know I'm I'm financial financially speaking, accounting speaking, super positive. Um, just got a four dollar price target after beating their quarter one estimates, and they got that price target around the mid two dollar and fifty cent range. Um, I'm hoping to find an entry point under three dollars. Uh, I'm hoping to ride this out to maybe a five six dollar price target. Uh, I'm really hopeful for, I'm, I'm very interested in robotics and medicine and surgery because, you know, um, 
naturally, you know, human beings, we get nervous. Um, robots don't get nervous. They don't get the shaky hand. Very precise. And if it helps save a life, I think it's great. Um, they've had an, they have been on an uptrend since under $2 and now have just continued to stride and stride forward. Um, the uptrend started in April. It had a newfound resistance at the $3 range, like I said. Hopefully getting in under that $3 range and breaking resistance, hopefully it'll begin searching and, and striving towards that $4 price target. But with $16 million volume, higher than its average volume, seemingly getting more attention, more bids, starting that cup and handle trajectory going upwards, um, very, very hopeful for a sense of surgical. I really like what they're doing, and I'm going to keep my close eye on them. American company at a Durham, North Carolina. Um, super proud of these guys and you know what they've started doing and, and bring in these very advanced uh, medical and robotic um, technologies back over to the states and um, just trusting our abilities and our and our and our and you know the people the the great people that we have in these in this country uh, creating such great technology to help you know people all around the world. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, the three stocks that I we spoke about today: uh, AT and T, uh, Aptiva PLC, and uh, Ascense Surgical. Um, once again, thank you to all the listeners. Um, almost we're almost at that 60 episodes milestone and hopefully by the end of 2021 we'll we'll be at that 100 and i'm just so blessed to have this platform to interact with y'all uh, i'm gonna get back doing lives in the morning doing live scans if you guys want to hop into the instagram live and chat with me and and just you know see what kind of scanners i'm doing see what i'm looking at in the morning that'd be you know love to have you guys there um, all the social media is going to be in the comments section, link down below. I want to thank you guys so much for checking in the break room. Now make sure to go clock back in and we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.